हैप्पी मोमेंट्स पल पल की खुशियां वेलकम ऑल ऑफ यू टुडे वी आर वेरी हैप्पी टू हैव विद अस सीईओ एंड फाउंडर ऑफ सना स्किल प्रॉमिस एजुकेशन प्राइवेट लिमिटेड मिस्टर विकास मेहरा विकास जी the happy moments is very happy to have you with us likewise sanjay ji i am also very happy to be here thank you so much mr vikas mehra has a rich experience of corporate com- working with companies like dell and microsoft before starting coaching mentoring and training platform that's correct uh, vikas ji uh, you have seen so much in your own life as well true your life is many books i will call it not a one book <laughs> that's so kind of you uh vikas ji from where do you find your inspiration from i think uh, sanjay that's a very incisive question uh actually to me most of my inspiration comes from the fact that i always work with clear goals if you don't have objectives then you cannot be motivated for a long time actually it's the objective or it's the goals that keep you motivated and even if you have patches of you know uh, slack patches i would like to call them but still you get back to the track because you know what you are chasing so i think it's very important to have uh, uh, a goal and then when you are chasing that goal and when you have break, broken down the goals into meaningful sub goals then the small wins that you get when you achieve those sub goals they also become added inspiration to you to chase the final goal vikas ji in today's generation generation x you call comfort zone is a big challenge may i know that how one can overcome this growth impediment comfort where people get more than what they need especially children okay uh, since you have asked me to relate it to children okay. i think that makes this question very incisive um you know uh, sanjay ji that kids learn mostly from you know their surroundings their parents now the first ownership lies with the parents in this situation how do they lead their life so if parents are leading a life which is very disciplined which is compartmentalized where every aspect of life is given weightage to it is very very natural that the kids will follow that so i think the first step that parents that they can show to their kids is uh with their own example of not living in a comfort zone themselves Absolutely. i think that will inspire the kids the most then even if there there is a disagreement there and you find and or if you know the parents find that the kids are in a comfort zone it is very important to sit with the, the child and counsel them make them aware of the fact that they are in a comfort zone right and maybe engage them in different activities without their knowing it and also incentivize them for being a part of those activities in such a way you know there is a very nice definition of sales that i've heard selling is making a person do what you want the other person to do in a way the other person would like to do it well and willingly so parents should direct the kids in such a way that the kids should feel that it's their decision and not something driven by the parents 
and then parents can incentivize it and gradually get them out of their comfort zone where they feel that the new life is actually a life that they have chosen and it has not been thrusted on them uh thank you vikashi here besides parents is the ecosystem and environment is also responsible yeah that's right because uh, after they get out of the house they are spending most of their time in the school and with the friends so um i think again it's it's very important for the child to have goals and it is important for parents to make them understand how in future nobody will look at just their marks people will look at them as a whole personality there would be composite scorings in competitive exams where a hobby persuasion is not enough okay. they need to have accomplishments in their hobbies like if you do karate it's, it's it's of no use unless and until you move up the ladder and gradually change from a green to a brown to a black belt so uh, even if the environment is not conducive or even if the environment is fostering comfort zones in their life again actually the responsibility comes to the parents of guiding them helping them define their goals maybe take them through some self assessment programs so that they understand that you know um, their life may not be the same as their friends and their peer group so they need to carve out a different life so they need to be made aware of this so that they start working towards that and parents can handhold them at every step and uh, parents can help them network also with the relevant people that they want their kids to socialize with so um, parents can identify you know some influencers from their friend circle parents can maybe start going to those people more often with their kids so that kids find inspiration somewhere and they start uh, you know uh, i would not say copying let me find out a better word and they start uh, imitating those behaviors and those habits gradually inculcate them and uh, making them a part of their intrinsic personality ji i hope this is answering your oh, question yes. because uh, i know that you largely train senior leaders of the corporate or you can say that some top colleges of india but do you have some programs for uh, where these young children where this comfort zone or procrastination all these kind of things can be taught as well yes we have one program called self self development for school kids 8th class onwards you know because uh, that is the time when yes they are more receptive to programs like this so this program basically takes them to through 13 parameters they get to analyze their values they get to analyze their values gaps then they get to analyze their skills under various categories like communication skills they get to analyze face to face communication non verbal presentation skills telephone etiquette email etiquette citation and referencing and cross cultural communication then we take them through skills like behavioral skills time management stress management art of building credibility how to manage conflict um stuff like this and apart from this we take them through their strengths that is the areas where they do better than others and their gaps in strengths i mean strengths that they would like to acquire so and throughout this process parents have to be there with the child this program takes about a month to complete uh, so values skills strengths and uh, you said the word procrastination so we have a very detailed module on areas of improvement where time management is one so procrastination is not the only thing in time management we also talk to them about if they are overreaching if they are trying to you know 
um, bite more than they can chew. So um, we talk about these, you know, uh, detailed concepts of time management in areas of improvement. Then we also help them analyze their attitude. What are their attitudinal strengths? What are their attitudinal uh, weak points? Then their intelligence. What type of intelligence do they have? Whether it's spatial intelligence or it's visual intelligence, spiritual intelligence, existential intelligence. There are nine types of intelligences. So this helps a kid when, when he's doing this self-assessment. He gets to know what kind of intelligence he has. I mean, whether he's a, he has interpersonal intelligence or intrapersonal intelligence. And accordingly, parents can decide or the kid can decide mutually with discussion with each other what career to go for because intelligence is a very important part of our self-assessment program. Last, um, I mean, there are a few more, but there's another very nice assessment thing and assessment tool that we use. It is wellness assessment. In wellness assessment, the child gets to analyze his social wellness, spiritual wellness, physical wellness, emotional wellness, and gradually as they grow up, they can also find out their financial wellness and occupational wellness. In this training program? In this training. In the, this is a very comprehensive self-assessment program. And in the end, they get to do a SWOT analysis about themselves. You know, strengths, weaknesses, op opportunities and threats. And I'll give you an example. Yeah, of course. I mean, there is a threat that they might face in the school, like they are getting bullied. I mean, if they are getting bullied for a long time, they can lose their confidence for a lifetime. And if they identify this as a threat and if they can find out a strength during this SWOT analysis that can help them counter bullying, they can do it. So somebody has to, you know, and this program also involves kids taking feedback not only from their parents, but doing reflection, sitting with themselves and taking feedback from friends and teachers as well. Okay. Vikasji, uh, thank you very much for giving these insights that even you have the some activity or program for children as young as 13 who are teenagers. Absolutely. Yeah. Because you're moving from inspiration and comfort zone and procrastination, I would like to come something a bit personal. Vikas lost his daughter six years ago. Sana, who was 16 at that, that time? Yeah, that's correct. Avikasji, I can understand this is a bit personal. No, I mean, yes it is. And it was a very gut-wrenching experience that I went through. And it will always be gut-wrenching till the time I'm alive. Yes, please, you wanted to ask something. Yes, Vikas. Vikas, uh, I know that loss of a young daughter is a very big thing. True. And this loss will remain always. Absolutely. And emptiness will be there. But Vikasji, coming out of this, moving and now making as a commitment that you tend to give back to society, you tend to develop young boys and girls by your skills, by your ability and by your, you can say, rich experience. My question is that because how you as a parent overcome this? Uh, Sanjayji, actually uh, one can never overcome, you know, uh, such a traumatic experience that, you know, uh, I went through. But yes, over a period of time, time you, you learn how to respond to things like these. And uh, experience like, experiences like this, when they when taken in the right perspective, they make you more compassionate. They, they make you help understand life 
at a different platform altogether. So I think what helped me, um, uh, what helped me get out of this uh, trauma was first of all, you know, I, I have I have this company Sana Skill Promise that I was working on, and uh, this project had my daughter's name. So this itself was a very big uh, inspiration for me that I'll complete this at any cost. Uh, I will contribute to the society, to the people of her age group in, uh, in developing their skills, developing good value system and uh, contribute to their lives in this manner. And then of course, since I'm always uh, teaching young kids and you know, college kids, being with them is also a great inspiration, you know, to, to always get that feeling that Sana is always around and she's, she's sitting right in front of me along with all of them. So I guess, yeah, life, life goes on and, you know, and I'm of course very helpful, hopeful, sorry, that in this eternal life, you know, life beyond this uh, birth and death, we'll meet again and we'll keep meeting. Beautiful. The show must go on. Thank you, Vikas. Uh, because I must share here that happy moments, audience that uh, Sana Skill Promise, Education Private Limited and My Life Diabetes Care has decided to train type 1 diabetic children. Definitely there will be a screening process and uh, under the leadership of Mr. Vikas Mehra, uh, this training will be starting for type 1 from April onwards. That's, that's, that's so nice. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Thank you, Sanjay Ji. Because, you know, coming back one more topic, uh, procrastination is something to improve is another big challenge. Correct. You call it healthy life. You call it moving from a sedentary lifestyle to an active lifestyle, either starting doing some exercises. So, can you share three mantras that how one can win over this big devil procrastination especially related to health okay so actually this is this is a hilarious question as far as i'm concerned because i've been struggling with health issues myself because we spoke about the challenges that i faced so um, procrastination related to health is actually uh, a problem that is ubiquitous we all face the same problem in different magnitudes. So what helped me, you know, get out of this was defining a few areas where, where I will not procrastinate. Just to give you an example, I, get, I do my 10,000 steps. I know I cannot procrastinate to the next day because after 12, I'll be starting with the first step again. So I have to complete my 10,000 steps, my eight kilometers for that day. Then uh, second area that I'm particularly focused about is one liter of water intake for every 20 kgs of body weight. Now, if I don't break this into some parts, if I don't create a pattern throughout the day, like how much water I'll have in the morning, how much water I'll have in the after the breakfast, how many cups of teas will I have, and how much liquid will that, you know, amount to, it is not possible to meet this target. Similarly, um, sleeping. Now, it is very tempting to watch a movie in the night to 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 scroll through reels on the yes. phone and uh, you know you you can get tempted yes. but then I read about things you know how to how to 
how can I get good sleep? So the first thing is that one hour before the sleep, I need to be off screen. I cannot be on screen, you know. Uh, two hours before sleep, I need to be off food. If I have food after that, then I may not get good sleep. So to meet that eight hours of sleep challenge, what I do is I don't procrastinate my sleep. I am trying to, I have been trying to work out a pattern where I sleep at 11, get up at six or seven, and I achieve that target. So dividing your whole objectives into small targets, and I, I read it somewhere and it works for me. If you want to do something, just count in your mind. Five, four, three, two, one, and get set, do it. If you are able to do it like this, you will do it. Otherwise you'll get into the procrastination loop. And it is a very dangerous loop to get into. Whether it's your sleep, whether it's your diet, whether it's your uh, yes. any any aspect of life, you just cannot procrastinate. So even if you procrastinate, course correction is very important. Understanding that, oh God, I defaulted there. How can I get back? My yesterday didn't go well. Can I do some more steps today so that my overall count does not go down when it comes to walking? Yes. Similarly, you can catch up on your sleep as well, your water intake, um, you know, some weight training. Everything has to go on. Every hour of the day needs to be rationalized. That is the only way to get out of procrastination. Otherwise, I think procrastination can eat everything of your life. You know, that's the most dangerous enemy one can have. And that was a very good question, Sanjay. Prakashji, really I liked every hour of the day needs to be rationalized. Correct. This Correct. is my takeaway from my personal life. Thank you very much. Prakashji, last question. Avikaji, for the parents of type 1, having been parent of type 1 is a big mental trauma and you being a mental health coach too. My, any 2-3 mantras you would like to give to these parents who know that son or daughter has to take injections every day, whole life. Sanjayji, I've been through this trauma myself when my daughter was on palliative treatment. So she was being given, you know, like the day used to start at 6 o'clock in the morning and it would end at 2 o'clock in the night. Uh, there were so many medications and, you know, I knew that she is on palliative and she will die one day because my only, my, I was only trying to manage her pain and ensuring that she has a smooth life. When I look at, you know, diabetes type 1, a uh, situation is very difficult. Of course, one needs sustained motivation to take care of a child like this. But this is a brighter situation than what I was into. Right. So what kept me going for one full year in during that treatment of my daughter was every night when I used to go to sleep, it used to be you know very uh, very threatening that oh God, another day gone, you know, and I'm reaching very close to that tragic day when my daughter will not be there with me, which also means that every day I had to motivate myself to get up at six in the morning. So I never used, mother. what helped me uh, get out of that and do my job diligently day after day, year after, month after month was deviating my mind from the disease of my daughter and focusing on what is my role to play here and just sticking to that. If there was any deviation, I would I would try to remove it from my mind and I'll get back to track. 
Of course, when you see your kids suffering, you tend to get emotional. But that is the time when you need to get objective. Because if you get emotional, then the whole situation will be hijacked by your emotions. And the kids will understand that the situation is, you know, uh, situation is grim. And they will also get depressed. So for a parent, it's very important that they take, because attendance psychology is a huge field in itself in everywhere in the world. You know, they also, so parents should also keep themselves occupied with hobbies, uh, with, with a lot of healthy things that they need to do, so that they de-stress themselves time and time, time to time, which also means that they also need to take sunlight for one hour, have eight hours of sleep, they need to take care of their water intake, they need to take care of their exercise, and they also need to consult regularly with the doctors, check various vital parameters of their kids, keep them aware of it, and keep sharing success stories of people who have managed diabetes type 1 very well. I know it can be very traumatic, but it is not a situation which has a dead end. Type 1s are thriving with awareness, they are succeeding, and I think that's what parents need to know. They also need to thrive and succeed, and they should make their kids also do the same. Thank you, Vikasi. Thank you very, very much. I'm sure the Happy Moments audience will get get lot of insights, lot of learnings from what Vikas ji has just shared with us. Thank you, Vikas Mehra. Thank you so much, Coming Sanjali. to our studio today. Pleasure is all mine. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs>